You are now listening to The Model Mindset. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We have an episode on deck that maybe, just maybe, BG and I have some differing opinions on here. Yes, I would say that is correct. Uh, we are talking about manifestation, and you've wanted to do this. You wanted to do this episode months ago. Yeah, and I frowned upon that. You did. You poo pooed it. Yes, but we. I thought it'd be a good idea to revisit it because I've learned more about manifestation. But I think our viewpoints clash at one point. They did. Yeah. But now I think it's cool to talk about it. Yeah, we're, I think we're. We're more connected now on it than we have been. I agree. Um, and I think manifestation, a lot of people don't understand it. And I think that's why I was differing from your, your opinion yeah. on it. Because I don't think I truly understood what manifestation was and how you actually go about doing it. Yeah. Which is the basis of what we'll talk about today. Yes. Because I think that's probably going to be what our listeners have to kind of navigate through to. Yeah. Because manifestation a lot of times gets like this hocus pocus like you know feeling about it when you, we hear it for the first time and it's like oh that's just some bullshit like, you know that's what I mean? exactly how i thought that, at first <laughs> right like that's yeah. what people think like, which ah, is why i did not want to do a podcast episode it, on it because right. i thought it was bullshit i'm like how am i supposed to do a, a podcast episode on manifestation when i don't fucking believe it yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm saying sorry that was a little certain was, yeah. you know but, but yeah. that's what it was though and and it gets painted, I think, um, in a light that where people who don't maybe jive in this world that we're in, like the, mm. the personal development world and all that, if they Growth hear manifestation, mindset. they do think that it's it's kind of it's kind of bullshit. So, what we're talking about today is how to understand it, how to practice it, um, and, and how to use it for our better overall health because there are benefits um, that come from practicing the things that can bring you um, into the world of, of manifesting things. So let's dive right into it, my guy. Let's go. How do you view manifestation now? So I'll go back to what I thought manifestation was. Mm. So originally, I thought manifestation was basically wishing, right? And so what I mean by that is Oh, I wish I had a million dollars. And you you think about it, you write it down, and you almost like wait. Yeah. You wait for it to happen. You wait for it to just drop in your lap, right? But in all actuality, it, that's not true because manifestation is all about creating opportunity mm-hmm. and keeping yourself open to signs, keeping yourself open to maybe resources or opportunities that are presented your way that maybe you would close, if you had a closed mind, you would just not recognize. Mm -hmm. And when you keep an open mind to those signs and to those signals, it almost keeps you on the path to get to that goal or that dream that you're trying to manifest. Right. Because you're keeping an open mind looking for those signals. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Right. And the best way that I could put it is is that it's you're, you're changing your thought patterns, which in turn will change your behaviors. And that's how you're going to be able to manifest things. Because you're absolutely right. The common perception is it's a wish. 
Mm-hmm. It's essentially what it is. I'm going to put it out to the universe. I wish this will happen to me. And if I put it out there enough, it will come to me. That's what I'm going to manifest it. Yeah. And it's like that. No, that's not it. When Now, you, there was some point a couple months ago that I felt you were really into manifestation, mm-hmm. maybe even earlier in the year. Was there something that occurred that you were really trying to create and you were working towards it, working towards it, and you're like, holy shit, it did work. Yeah, I, well, a lot of it is based around, obviously, our business. Yeah. And so I, I, I tried to understand it more when we were really looking to get our foot in the door somewhere. Okay, and I'm like, all right, well, we're trying to find our niche here. I, I'm not exactly, I have ideas, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. You know, we got mm-hmm. camps going on. That's great. Um but we still want to get in, in the speaking world. Um, and this was months and months back now. And so what I would be doing was I would be looking at it from a standpoint of what am I not doing now that can get me to where I want to be? And like what energy am I not putting out? Because I, I believe manifestation and energy go hand in hand. Okay. So I was like, all right, well, what energy am I not putting out there to get back what I'm looking for? And that's when it was like, all right, well, you gotta be you gotta be willing to have people tell you no. You know, and so like I was kind of reinforcing thoughts that way to start. Where what was I afraid of? And I was mm-hmm. afraid to hear the word no from people. I was afraid to um, maybe be disregarded and not responded to at all. Mm-hmm. I was afraid to put myself out there in a lot of senses. I was afraid to be seen as lesser than. So I'm like, all right, well, I gotta work through these things then. So I have to change my thoughts on how I'm going to be viewing tackling these things. I can't be afraid to do these things anymore. I can't right. be afraid to reach out to a town or a school. I can't be afraid to reach out to somebody to go speak. I, like, I have to be willing for them to be like, we're not interested. Yeah. And be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And so once I started changing those thought patterns and just like going, and I remember you and I had the conversation of, and I think the way we put it was, we got to be in attack mode. Yeah. Like we have to just attack. Yeah. And, and just be ruthless about it. And once... I think you and I collectively had that mindset. We instantly saw things start changing for us. Yeah. We got a lot of yeses. We got a lot of, of courses. I'm interested. What more do you have? Yeah. And that was like, okay, like there's something to this now. Yeah. It's almost like there is more interest than we thought, but we are going to have to find the opportunities. Right. And approach them to show what we can deliver. Right. To show them the impact that we can have mm-hmm. for them to then say, yeah, we want to, it's a no brainer. We clearly want to work with you. Right. You exactly. And, and we focused and we talk about it a lot, but we focused on our intentions. Right. And I was like, all right, well, I have to make sure that everything that I'm asking someone to do, either come speak there, work with them, whatever it may be, whatever we're trying to do, we need to make sure that our intentions behind it are in the right place. Absolutely. And I think when our intentions were aligned and we figured out our audience and we were able to be like, let's just go get it. Like that was, but that was a practice over months though. That didn't happen in a week. Like those things happened in months. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? We got something and then it was momentum. And now I just believe like all these things that we talk about just kind of get intertwined in this cycle now. Yeah. Like, manifestation, energy, momentum, you know, positivity, like all these different things kind of just go around and around and around 
if you stay on the wheel. And, and you're right. I mean, our what we're working towards is being public speakers. Yep. You know more. Yep. More so. Yep. But we know now that we are not afraid to reach out to schools yeah. and say, hey, this is something that we could do for you. What do you think? And then they respond right away and say, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is a part of manifestation because you have to create those opportunities. Yes. And so it's like when we're working with a school, say like in South Windsor, we've already gotten two schools. Mm-hmm. We can get six more in just right. one town. And it's very telling, especially if we go to the elementary school and say, hey, we're already partnering with the middle school and right. the high school. Yep. You guys are the only ones losing out. Yep. It's almost like they're going to like, oh, my God, yeah, of course. Right. You know? And that's something that we're creating. Yeah, exactly. You know? You're working towards creating it. Yeah. And another thing I want to touch on now with manifestation and when things started to change for me and my thought process of it. And I think I mentioned it to you a few times. I'll, I'll discover a lot of it when I'm meditating. Mm-hmm. And when I say I'll discover a lot of it, what I mean by that is there'll be days when I'm meditating and I'll either be on the way or about to get where I go to meditate or be actually in the actual place. And I'll have a sense or a feel of something. And to give you an example, there was one day I was there and I was just looking around and I was just kind of going through the motions and I had this, the second I got there though, I had this sense of something. I couldn't figure out what it was. And so I'm about five, ten minutes in and I'm like, I'm feeling like something's going to change soon. Like there's just a change coming. And I don't know what it is, but like something's telling me that there's going to be a shift somewhere in in my life and in, in what we're doing. Because everything's always based around a lot of what we're doing, right? Yeah. Um. And I'm like, there's that just something I can feel it. Then I, I told myself, if you feel it, embrace it. Used to fear change, used to not like change. Now I know with change comes growth. So yeah. when I sensed change, I was like, this is going to be good. Yeah. I wasn't afraid of it. I'm like, this is going to be good now. And that's like, all right, I'm getting, I'm because I've been putting this energy out for so long, I'm getting it back now with this feeling. And in my mind, that was the culmination of something being manifested. So I'm like, all right, go with this feeling. Embrace the change. I think I mentioned this to you and Josh, actually, in our men's group one day. And I was like, there's something good going to change. And then the next day, I think is when we got our first self-educator client. It was around that time. Yeah. Something happened. Uh, yeah. I think it it right. was like we, we got a client of some sort. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, there it is. And like, but like, that's a big change for us, though. Yeah. Because now look where we're at now, just a few short months later, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, you have to be very in tune with the energy that's around you. Because in my opinion, if you're putting and focusing on having energy put out there and you're the one in charge of of dispersing that energy to the universe when something starts coming back to you you have to be really receptive of that mm-hmm. and that that's that feeling i had that day but that's that's i think something that people don't pay enough attention to do you think things happen for a reason and manifestation go hand in hand or do you think they're two separate oh man the more the more and more we've gone through this stuff um, and this stuff, I mean, like the the personal development and, and, and growth and all that stuff, the, the less I believe things happen for a reason mm-hmm. and the more I believe you make things happen. It's interesting. That's interesting. 
because I've always been, and I still somewhat believe this, I do believe things happen for a reason. I do believe, I've talked about this before, I do believe in God. Of course. And yeah. I do believe <clears throat> that they'll, he'll put singles out there for you. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that you have to create what you want. Like you have to go after a new life. Yes. If you want to create a new life to where you have financial abundance, where you have the ability to f- provide for your family like you have never experienced before, you have to work for it. Mm-hmm. You have to have drive that you've never experienced. And I feel that is not, like that's not, hey, things happen for a reason. It, it's more so manifestation because if you're like, yeah, I want to provide for my family financially, I'm going to work to get to this amount of money or something yeah, you got to seize opportunities. You got to mm. create opportunities. You got to work towards that. Mm. I, that is where I'm like, things happen for a reason. Maybe it could be like some sort of chance encounter. Yeah. You know, like Ed Milet, that time he was running on the beach and he, and he ended up meeting that guy that was like loaded. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a chance encounter. Maybe that, that could be maybe something happens for a reason. It absolutely could. I don't dismiss that. Yeah. I certainly don't. I, I'm very open to any and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're more of a person of faith than I am. Mm-hmm. So if, if those two maybe are more tightly correlated with like your faith and that, that thought process, that's fantastic, I think. But I'm not, I'm certainly not opposed to, I like how you call them chance encounters too. I like that term. I never really have like used that term enough. I like that yeah. term, chance encounters. I, I view that as that's that's what you were putting out there. The universe is attracting those two energies, mm. and they're making those two energies connect. I like that. So like, like that's that. how I view it. Yeah. Which is essentially though kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like is it a chance encounter or is it a design encounter? Whatever. Yeah. But that that's kind of how I view it. Yeah. Um. So let's kind of go into now. Because I think we explained the manifestation process yeah. as far as what we believe it is and what it, what it truly is, right? And, and manifesting, to kind of put it in a technical term, is manifest, manifesting is not about attracting what you want. Manifesting is an awareness and an understanding that you attract what you are. Um, and that kind of goes back to what we were saying now, right? And how can we practice it is the next question. How can we really get into the world of manifesting things in our lives? People have heard about vision boards. I've never done one in my entire life. So I've never I've never done one the way I want to do one. Mm-hmm. As weird as that sounds. So I've done them electronically. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Um just learned something new about you. But yeah, but but the more I've read about it and the more like research, if you will, that I've read about it is it says to actually do them like out of paper or out of magazines yeah. and stuff like that, right? But who has magazines anymore? That's cool. exactly right. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So like it's just easy. Like that's yeah. it's like a, like a thing that you can kind of do on the go on your phone or whatever like that, and that's yeah. fine. But I'm terrible with scissors, so I don't what know. You're terrible with scissors. I don't know, man. I feel like my scissors skills are off. I haven't cut anything in a long time. I feel like if I was to create a vision board, it would look like a four year old created it. I digress. Continue. Sorry. No, we can't. <laughs> a second. What what about cutting with scissors? I, I don't know. I just you? feel like 
if you don't use scissors in a long time, you got you know you don't use it, you lose it. I haven't used scissors in a very long time. Like, do you use them the right way? Do you like do you put like your fingers in the right spot on the scissors? Do you feel like? What do you mean? Like, do you, like I'm fucking with you. Of course, I know <laughs> the thumb hole. Like, okay, I'm not well, that yeah, but like, how naive. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm just saying. Like, I just feel, I can picture you like just like holding. No, you know, somehow. I feel like as an adult, you know, it's kind of like riding a bike. You pick up a pair of scissors, you should be able to cut. While well, I was cutting something like, I don't know, a, a week ago for Theo or something, yeah. and I was like, damn, yeah, I wasn't cutting on the line or anything. You don't have a hard time cutting a lot of time, wrapping paper, dude. I rap like. Are you a good rapper? No, I rap like I have stubs for hands. Yeah, it's terrible. It's challenging. I always have way more. How did we go down this rabbit hole? It's fine. Sorry, sorry. I totally just tis the season. All right. Yeah. So vision ports. (laughs) My bad. So from what from what I've read, um, and and listened to a lot of times is it's better to do it with paper, but you can do it however you choose. But vision boards are a good way to kind of have something in front of you that you can you can visualize as far as I'm trying to find the right way to say it. But you're finding a general image, if you will, right? But you're trying to find an image that fits your perception of something mm-hmm. too. So that it's almost like in your mind. Exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? So you're like you're looking for it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. like you're trying to find that image that fits what your thought process tells you it is. And that that makes it very intentional when you're putting it on your vision yeah. board. Like it makes you go through that thought of why do I want this on here? What am I looking for? What does it entail? Like those what part of my life is this going to be? You know, like those plus are the I thoughts. Feel like, plus I feel like it tells you what you're not looking for. Exactly. You know? That's a good point too, right? Like this is you know, it's on your vision board and stuff. Mm, I'm, it's not giving me that feeling. I don't. I'm not even gonna waste my time. Exactly. With and all with vision boards too. Things like don't, when they go on, they do not have to stay on there. Mm. And that's another point of it, right? Um, so vision boards. You know, we I think we've heard about them a lot when we were younger. Yeah. Um, and kind of maybe don't take them as seriously as as they can be. But in in the world of manifesting things, visions bo- vision boards are are highly recommended. Maybe we should do a vision board. We might board. try. Yeah, we yeah. should probably try yeah. one and see like, do collectively it. what we think. Yeah, you a know? collab vision board. That'd be there cool. It is. Yeah. All right, maybe we'll share that with you guys. Yeah. The 369 method. So this was something I was not familiar with, okay? And all it is is in the morning and the afternoon at night. Three things in the morning, six things in the afternoon, nine things at night that you want to work towards and you want to attract in your life. Can they be repeated? What do you mean? Like when you do the three, six, nine, mm-hmm. can they, the ones so it's that gotten, are the three, they have so to the be three new? have to be different from the six, have to be different from the nine. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do the three, six, nine method and then review those on the, in the morning, afternoon, and night, it's, it's repetitive, but that's like you're continuously putting your thoughts and energy into those things that you're looking for. It's like almost affirmations. Essentially. Yeah. Right. So that's the three, six, nine method. Okay. Um, it's intentional. Um, it's it's you're meant to go back to it numerous times, and and the method of it is that it grows over time. So, um, the next one I'll let you dive into because I know I know yeah. kind of what that's brought to you. Journaling. Got a journal. Got a journal. Got a journal. I mean, we talk about it, about emotions all the time. Mm-hmm. 
but put down what you are looking to create. Write it down. Uh, there was one episode uh, Rachel Hollis talked about. I was hoping you were going to mention this. You know, five things you're grateful for, 10 goals, and then one large goal. Yep. And I thought that was huge. Yeah. And so I was doing that for about two weeks, Monday through Friday. And it was exciting. Mm-hmm. Every day, there would be some differences. Some mm-hmm. days, they would be the same. My large goal would always be the same. Gratitude would always change. And that was cool. Yeah. But what I'm finding is I'm starting to kind of check off some of the goals. Like, yeah. You know. Um, That's got to be a little rewarding. It is cool. It is cool. And with a macro goal, it's almost like it gets you excited because it's like, all right, keep working towards it, mm-hmm. keep working towards it, keep Especially going if you're for checking it. checking those things off. Yeah, and it's a reminder. Exactly. It's like a side effect of going after your goal and doing the, and, and manifesting and creating opportunities, I should say. Mm-hmm. A side effect is getting those goals. So are you finding that when you're writing those goals down, um, they're and you're writing new ones down? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. saying They're attainable. They're attainable, of course, yeah, right? Yeah. Which is huge because they have yeah, to be. Yeah. Um, but when you're maybe putting new goals down now and you're looking back and you're going, I had these old goals down that I accomplished. That my process for it, you know, was, was positive and ended with me being able to close it out. Like, do you feel like that gets you to understand and feel like maybe that what you, your intentionality with that was helping you manifest these things that are now happening and being able to check them off happening? Yeah, I, I would say that for the most part, what I'm noticing is that don't be afraid to create and go after yeah. these goals with, like you are saying before, with the intention of actually getting them done yeah. and accomplished. Right. Because if you get these goals done, it will eventually lead you to your macro goal, mm-hmm. you know, or manifesting that. And you know, it's funny. One of them I have, one, one goal is uh, a personal chef. Mm-hmm. Now, some people may laugh at that, but the burden that would take off of my family would be huge yeah. as far as like everybody living healthily and it would allow me and my wife more time with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it could, it's going to happen with time, but I now see that these goals are attainable mm-hmm. because I am not fearful of the work that would have to go into it. Yeah, And I know that any opportunity that will come my way, I have to create it. Right. I, we have to create it. Yep. We yep. have to work towards it. Yep. Um, and that's all part of manifestation, man. It is. You know? It's, a, it's, it's, the, it's the biggest... I think the best way to explain to people that it's not a wish. Like, I think that's really the best way to explain it. Like, you, ha- you have to just do the work to get it. But you have to be, and this is what our fourth point is on how you can practice manifestation... You have to be intentional. 100%. You can't, you can't just work aimlessly towards things. You can't just have something on a list, put it on there so you can check it off. There's, it's, there's more to it than that. And being intentional and having intentional 
thoughts behind everything you're trying to bring to yourself in your life, that's the purpose that comes in behind manifestation. So, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes when the work seems like it's piling up mm-hmm. and you have, you feel like maybe you're not making the progress you want to, right? The best way you can get back on track, find a, a really strong comfort zone is with your intentions. Mm-hmm. And you discovered that yesterday. Yeah. In, in our, in our self-educator meeting. And you found that because you were so focused, hyper-focused on your message yesterday more than what you sounded like, what you looked like. Or what people thought What of people thought. Yeah. Your intentions are what carried you through yesterday. Yeah. And, and I told you this off camera, and I'll tell you this on camera because it's, yeah, I think it's important. This fucking guy crushed at our self-educator yesterday. Thank he you, was man. so strong. Yesterday, he the way he was speaking, he was speaking with immense confidence. He was not thinking. He was speaking very clearly and very directly to our messages and to our points. Um, and it, it was so strong and powerful that while he was talking, it's actually like, what in my head I was thinking. So, but and you said that it's because you weren't thinking of anything else. You were yeah. thinking of just the message. Yeah, it was rather not me focusing on what others thought of me, but rather, like you're saying, the impact that I want to have on them. Right. You know, we always talk about our main objective in anything we do is educate, inspire, motivate. And that's what I was so focused on. It's like if we can just impact one life, one life, then we've done our job. Yeah. You know, then it makes it all worth it. Mm. And so it was like, man, and I even wrote it down. I wrote down. I said, bring your A++ game. Love that. And so that just kind of shows where our mindset's at right now. Mm. A plus isn't going to do it. I wanted that motherfucking plus plus. I want that plus plus. (laughs) Like Danny. (laughs) You know? But but it's so true. And and we were just talking about it before we started. And I'm like, man, that's because your intentions were there. Like your intentions calmed you to the point where you didn't have any fears going into yesterday whatsoever. Where if you look back three months ago, four months ago, five months ago, when we were speaking in front of people, a little more tight, a little more nervous yeah. because we were more hyper aware of maybe our perception yeah. rather or than like, our message. Or am I going to forget what exactly. I want to say or something right. rather than just, hey, roll with what you, the goal of this speaking engagement, yeah. which is to impact lives. Dance with who brung you. Yeah, that's you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. And that was, that was perfect in that perfectly summarizes intentions and just happens to fit in what we're talking about today. So be very intentional in everything you do. Have a purpose and meaning behind it. That provides you energy, which you then exude, which then comes back to you. Okay. One thing that I want to get your thoughts on that's Please. not on this list that oh. I think maybe should go on here. All right. All right. Is because we always talk about <clears throat> surrounding yourself with positivity. Yes, sir. We talk about Surround yourself with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Do you think an element of practice practicing manifestation is being aware of the people you surround yourself with? Because yeah. they're going to help you manifest. Like, think about it this way. Think about the men's group. Mm. I think we have been able to practice manifestation through some of the conversations that we've had. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a, 
and again, to me, that's, that's a collective energy, mm-hmm. you know, like if you have, if you have three great things, it's better than one great thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if you have that collective positive output, that's good. That's strong. Yeah. Like that's strong. Well, especially if you, but if you're in the opposite environment, if you're in a negative environment, you're not going to want to manifest shit. You're going to want to be like, mm-hmm. all right, I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. I'll settle. I'll. What happens to your energy levels? Yeah. Down. It's get drains. Yeah, exactly. Energy vampires. Bring them down. So it's like, I could totally see yeah. where surround yourself with the right people can help you manifest. Where if you're surround yourself with people that are just going to bring you down, you're not going to want to change your, you know, you're not going to want to change or manifest shit. Exactly. You yeah. want to Netflix and chill. Right. Right. And, and not a good kind of chill. No, no. Like you, you, you ain't getting down. No. You're getting down yourself. Oh, Lord. This podcast is taking uh, some, down on yourself. Quite some not turns. going down Ew, on yourself. God. Getting down on yourself. Oh. Like I'm down sure, on no, myself. Try to dig yourself on, out of that man. hole. Well, I, you said it, not I, me. I, that was a perfect metaphor. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and you're right because energy reflects energy for the good or the bad. You know what I mean? So that's a spot on, spot on there. We listened to a really cool podcast last week. Are you good? I'm good. Are you sure? I'm good. (laughs) We listened to a good podcast last week. Yes. And ironically enough, it had to do with um, the guest in the podcast. It was Ed Milet Podcast. We actually did share the episode with you guys too to listen to because it was so good. And he had a guest, um, Jen Gottlieb on. Yes, she was great. She was great. Mm. And she talked. A lot of nuggets. A lot of gold in there. Ton, a ton, gold in a ton. Some that didn't pertain to us, right? Yeah. But like it was still like the message was great, hundred percent. And then she got onto this one topic of how she was um, attempting to manifest things, and there was two things that stuck out to me in her message in her stories because she told really good stories. One was she told the story about how she wanted to have a strong relationship with another man, right? Yep. Or with a man, I should say. And she was looking for that romantic relationship. Wasn't finding it. And so she ended up finding a picture of an individual who was looking out a window into the city. And he was holding a baby, right? Yeah. Holding a child. Mm-hmm. And it was like the back of him, the, the back view of him. And she said she put it up there on her vision board. And she would practice... Legitimately now, practice talking to this individual. She would go on. This sounds. This sounds fucking batshit crazy. Yes, I did. I heard it that sounds batshit crazy, but but it's it's so wild how this thing comes full circle. She would go on, like like walks with this person. Yeah. In quotation marks for those who are not watching on YouTube, this person, and have conversations with him. Just wild. And she practiced this and practiced this and practiced this. She ended up now in a relationship with somebody, found herself in a moment completely unintentionally taking a picture of this individual holding, which is her dog, from her, from the rear of him, him looking out, in, and I forget where he was looking out to. In New York. It was in New York? Yeah, it was an apartment. In the, out of their apartment, that's yeah. right. And it was almost identical to the picture she had on her vision board. 
up until that point. And she had no idea. And I'm like, holy cow, like, there's something to that. Like, because she worked hard on manifesting that relationship. It's almost like she understood, too, that she had been on and maybe a lot of bad dates, but Mm -hmm. also maybe have dated some guys that really weren't what she was looking for. Yeah, weren't her vibe, right? So I think she was now understanding what she wanted out of a relationship. Right. And she she had this vision in her mind. She did. You and know? Like she knew what she wanted. Yeah. And she figured it out through those fake conversations yeah. she was having. It's almost like she she understood his values. Like she she wanted him to have a growth mindset. Mm. She even said yep. that she wanted yep. him to have a kid already. Yep. Which he already did, yep. which is crazy too. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you know what you want, you're not even going to put yourself in a situation that you know you will not even enjoy or mm. what you want. In right, your life. right. And so I feel like when she maybe picked up on some signs, because mm-hmm. I remember the first date that she said that she went on with him, he picked out like a bunch of personal growth books. Yeah. You know, personal development books, which is right up her alley. Yep. So it's almost like just even that alone kept her open to, okay, I want to learn more about him. I'm intrigued, you know, and then it's like all of these boxes are being checked, you know, and it was fascinating. It was, it was and she wasn't looking prior to, like, say, like, going out with him or, like, meeting up with him again. She wasn't like, okay, he checks that box. I can see him again. Like, those things were happening organically. Right. It was natural. It was, she, she had no idea that, she, that this guy contained everything that she wanted. It just kind of slowly revealed itself to her that way. And that was like, man, like she, there's no way, in my opinion, there's no way that she could put that much effort out there, get all that back and not have this stuff be legitimate. Like there's just no way. And then couple it with part two of what I found interesting was the notes she writes to herself on New Year's Eve, which I will do for the rest of my life now. So she writes notes to herself. On New Year's Eve, seals them up and does not open them until New Year's Eve the next year. That's pretty cool. We should do that. Though. And it, for real, yeah. No. And the message in those notes is like a message to her future self. And the year that she met this guy, she had not met him the, at the time she wrote her note. And she opens it up and she reads it with him the following New Year's Eve, and it says, Jen. You're sitting next to the man of your dreams right now. Congratulations. And isn't it like give him a kiss or something? Yeah. Give him a kiss for me. Yeah. Right. And like he, sure enough, sitting there reading it with her. And she said, I I forgot what this note said. I've written so many of them over the years. I I really truly did not know what this note said. It's been a year. But she writes like detailed things about her her future self in there. And that was like the first line in the note. And I'm like, God damn, that is so cool. That is cool. So like, like that. we got to do that. Got to try that, that. And we should. That should be a challenge for that everybody. That should be a challenge. We should. Yeah. You know, keep we'll put that in your back pocket, folks. In a few weeks, when we bring it back up for New Year's Eve, this is what we're talking about. That's right. So, those two examples on that podcast really, really showed me the power of manifestation, and I right. think kind of maybe it's legit. Maybe change a little bit of perceptions that some may have if you hear that. That's yeah. a really, really helpful tip and tool that she gave in those in those examples there. So the law of attraction 
is is kind of where we're going to wrap this thing up here, man. Yeah. Okay. So there's a great deal of overlap between the law of attraction and cognitive behavioral therapy, solution-focused therapy, and positive psychology. Studies on the various aspects of positive thinking suggest it is linked to the following health benefits. All right. So I want to read these off to you and I want to get your perception on them. Okay. Better overall health. So the law of attraction, positive thoughts bring positive results. Do you feel like having that mindset, having the belief of the law of attraction couples with having better overall health? Fuck yeah. Positive person. I mean, shit. When was the last time we were sick? Right. December of last year? Yeah. Like, it's... It's it's, it's no joke. I mean, yeah. I think we, we're happy people. It's going to help your health. Mm-hmm. You attract people that, you know, want to be around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like a, it's almost like a no duh, you should have better health. Right. Exactly. Mental and physical health. hundred percent. Like it's, 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 it's whole, it's a game changer. Yeah. It's a total game changer. Yeah. Uh, better coping. I would say 100%, especially now with the tools that we, we've acquired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like a no brainer. Yeah. Especially like if I'm in a funk, sometimes, you know, you may get in a funk where it's like. You know, you're not feeling like your best. Yeah. And sometimes you may just shut it down a little bit, maybe be a little quiet with kids, maybe be a little quiet with your spouse. But now you're, you kind of can pick up on that, right? Yeah. We are like, man, I should be grateful that I have this, this moment with my family. Mm. Or like, why, why are you in this funk? Yeah. You get out of it. Yeah. You know, do something, whether it be a quick meditation, uh, a quick movement, ice bath or something, change your state. Yeah. Yep. Before, like a year or two ago, I'd say two years ago, I wouldn't have picked up on that. Probably would have stayed in that funk. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, it's yeah. huge. It is. And when you're when you're focusing on solutions rather than your problems, yeah, it's going to yield positive thoughts and positive results, which is, is going to help you have positive solutions then. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Fewer negative emotions, I think that goes hand in hand, kind of what we were just saying, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're going to be able to navigate those emotions a little bit better when you're trying to, and it doesn't, this is the thing, so I want to preface this, right? The law of attraction, positive thoughts bring positive results. Mm-hmm. You can't fake it though. Right. You can't have fake positivity because that's not, then it goes back to your intentions. Yeah. Right. So you can't, not everything's roses. Yeah. Shit sucks. I got terrible news like three hours ago. This is true. Terrible yes. news. Shit sucks. Yeah. And sometimes you can't put a spin on it, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but it, it's certainly, I think, the way I handle everything else in my life and my behaviors and my habits are helping me handle this now. Yeah. I you agree. know? So, like, that is that a positive spin? Maybe. Or maybe it's just... I, I don't know if you would say positive spin. I think maybe you reframe it differently. Exactly. That's yeah. a great way of putting it. Yeah. You know? So... There, there's a realness behind that as far as um, not not faking positivity and embracing when things are just poor and bad. Yeah. But you're able to reframe it, like you said, a little bit. And, and to go with that reframing, a simple one where we changed and that has helped us is it used to be what's the worst thing that could happen. It's okay. Sorry, go ahead. We used to say, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? But we changed that. We reframed that to what's the best thing that could happen. Yeah. And yeah. it's almost like 
well, no, duh, this could lead to another opportunity. This could, and it's almost, it's like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. Rather than the other is like, well, we won't die. But it's like, no, what are the, what are the best things that could happen? Right. You know? And so I, I personally have found that I don't have as many ants, which is automatic negative thoughts, Mm -hmm. which is incredibly powerful. Yeah. And I feel like I'm, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy, which, you know, happiness I feel is is in a crisis right mm-hmm. now, and I'm, we can save that for another another time. But there's something to be said that when you can wake up and be happy, and not necessarily have those negative thoughts go right into your head, mm. and have those negative emotions, right. and then have that feeling of like. Uh, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to have this conversation or I don't want to do this. When it's like, man, today's going to be a great day. Right. Because yeah. what are you, when you're having those thoughts that you said, and that I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, I'm tired, I'm, 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 I don't feel well, I'm whatever, what's going to come back to you? All that negative shit. More and shit. And no one's going to want to be around you. More shit. Yeah. You know? So the law of attraction cuts both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you just talked about there, I think, I think speaks to our next point. And our next few points, which is increased stress hardiness, right? You're, you're able to handle all those stressful situations. Yeah. Um, you're able to kind of navigate them. And maybe if there's no solutions, just find some ways to help other people in them, right? If, yeah. Because if something's stressing you out, I think it's stressing somebody else out. But I think you also can have, I would say, better regulation over your emotions. You're not giving people the power to have uh, the ability to fuck with your emotions. Yeah. You are more in control Love of that. your emotions, especially with the simple breathing practice. Yep. I do it with Theo when he's having a temper tantrum. Yep. Rather than just react, which is what I want to do and scream and yell at him, yeah. I'll do the you know the breaths and I, I just feel like, ah, mm-hmm. all right, Brian, chill. And what you're doing is you're controlling your output. Yeah. Which is important. Yeah. Because everything that we're talking about with manifestation goes into your output because it, again what you're putting out and you're getting back in yeah so you're finding ways to navigate that take that breath work right like yeah. controlling your stress levels all those things through through our practices and that controls your output yeah. it stays positive you're able to get back what you need to get back in order to get yourself back right and you're just saying something so true to where if my output would have been I didn't have control of my emotional yeah. state to Theo when he got out of bed when we were virtual yesterday. He would have lost it if I was like, Theo, you know, and just right. lost it on him. He would have cried. He would have stomped. Right. I got out there. I actually did a mirroring technique, which was huge because he was saying how that wasn't feeling good. She was laying in bed. And so he's like, I want to give mommy a kiss. And so I said, hey, you know, buddy, I want to give mommy a kiss too. But you know what? She's not feeling good. But I get, guess what? We can give her a big hug and a big kiss tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. okay? So I'm going to put you back in bed. I'll rub your head for a little bit. And then you go to sleep, okay? He's like, okay. And put him back in. Mm-hmm. If I had that same situation where I didn't have control of my emotions, mm-hmm. it could have gone awry quickly yeah, if you were just like you can't give her right she yeah. doesn't feel right now you gotta yeah. go back to bed like yeah. that, that wouldn't help and then it could have just a, a trickle effect where charlie wakes up val wakes up and yeah. it just would have been a shit storm yeah so yeah stress controlling your stress oh is God. huge yeah for sure yeah. And it's all about that output yeah last one i want to touch on 
is increased relationship satisfaction. That that really stuck out to me. Mm. Okay, because I have I found that personally um, that in in the relationship I can speak to the most obviously is is with Danny. Um, everything's improved since just, I've changed my approach on life. I was, dude, I was just going to ask you that. I was going to say, if, if you look back at the you from a year ago mm-hmm. and looking at yours, your relationship, is it night and day? Yeah, yeah. And, and, not, and which is, which is, which is cool because cool you didn't because think it was in a bad state that, at that time. Yeah, like it wasn't, I wasn't like we were in a bad place at any point. Um, it's just, I'm much more apt to talk to her about stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I, I, I feel like, um, we're more intentional with each other's time. Like every, every facet of our relationship's better, but it all came from, again, my output. Yeah. And I, I tried to change that as much as I could intentionally. Um, again, not trying to just be phony about it with myself um there's still things i certainly struggle with i know that um but everything has has in my relationship with her has changed and but that did branch now like you said prior in this episode was having other people with a high output in my life yeah like you know having you and josh to constantly talk to about things right like that that energy was transferred over to me and then I was able to improve that. And that energy transferred over my relationship, which yeah. has improved in our communication levels and stuff. So, like, that trickle effect, that output just got passed along, passed along, and passed along. Yeah. And that was, that's, that was an interesting part for me to, to kind of think about. I would echo that same sentiment. And I would also say there's almost, like, there's, like, a comfort level that mm-hmm. you didn't realize that you were missing in mm-hmm. your relationship. Yes. Right? Yeah. It was almost like... You were yourself, but now you feel more like yourself. Right. To where it's like you can literally, you're just taking a deep, deep breath out where you're like, ah, yeah, I can be me all the time. Mm-hmm. I could show you when I'm feeling weak. I could show you when I'm feeling strong. Yep. You know, I could show you when I'm, when I'm just not having a good day that it's, you're, you're comfortable sharing all sides of you. Yeah. So is she. And now you're, you put a focus so much on, your relationship to where it's like, hey, you need to have time together that it's, you value that time now yeah. and you recognize when you guys may stray away a little bit and you need it. Yeah. You know, Val and I, I mean, Val texted me the other day where she's like, hey, you know, let's let's get some time, let's take a day off together, like a day during the week just yeah. to, and I was like, absolutely, I felt the same exact way. Yep. So now it's like you guys are on the same wavelength. Yeah, that's exactly you know? what it is. Yeah. And, you're aware of it, like Val calls it out, yeah. right? And like, but you're aware of it, it as like a, in a, in a connective way. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like we, we may be not be off base, but like you crave the connection though when that happens. Yeah, like when you have it, and then like it's a little bit off, like you realize it right away. Yeah, and like you crave it to get back to where it was. Yeah, because Monday through Friday, you know, you have yeah. those slam days where it's. It's just kids, 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 yeah. dinner. You don't have really that, those meaningful conversations yeah. that, you, that you love having yeah. with your significant other. Yeah. And when you don't have that for like a week or two weeks, you're really missing it. Yeah. And you're missing each other. Yep. You know, and then when you do have that time together and you have those 
powerful conversations, you fall deep, more deeper in love, mm-hmm. but you also are like, man, we got to do that again. Right. Exactly. You crave it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and, and kind of what we were talking about at the start of this thing where it's not a wish. You got to work at it. Yeah. Right. And what's, what's the biggest thing you're ever going to work on in your life is your relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, it's just the, the name of the game is you got to be willing to put in what you want to get out of things. And that's, that's in the essence what manifestation is. You have to have the, be willing to have the output, but the positive output consistently with intention to get back what you're looking for. This is true. Do it over and over again. Continue to do it. Do not give up on it. Some things take time. Manifestation oftentimes doesn't happen. It's not an automatic reward. Um, but you don't miss it when it comes back to you. Because what's not meant for you will not miss you. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's manifestation from our viewpoint. I'm going to say this. This episode was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I thought this episode was going to suck, so I'm glad it didn't suck. Look at that. Thanks for the, thanks for the confidence, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. All right, guys. Be sure to check us out. Model Mindset Monday every Monday. We got a fun event coming up at the library here December 4th. We'll be there from 6.30 to 7.30. Open to the public. Open to the public. Bring everybody you know. We're trying to see all you guys. I think it's a 50 seat. It is. So, so there may be standing room only. That's all right. We're hoping, right? We're hoping. <laughs> we'll still catch you guys there. We appreciate everything in the, in the uh, intermediate, and we'll catch you guys on Monday for Model Mindset Monday.